because I couldn't get a good nap in. That's a big issue. It's a big issue for me, the guy that, you know, awakes early to do a daily sports show and grind. So when I don't get my nap, I'm a cranky old man. Hello, I'm Taz. Welcome to the Taz Show. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, checking out this edition. Uh, Very much appreciate it. And you're doing that on Apple Podcast or obviously Radio.com or TazShow.com, wherever you get your podcast. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, I'm going to talk some NXT in this episode here a little bit here. Uh, the NXT that happened on July 4th, 2018. And uh, happy belated uh, July 4th to all those. And if you listen to this at a later date, well, maybe it's wintertime right now you listen to this. Um, it's kind of weird talking about July 4th. But uh, I guess that's what happened. So I'll get into that uh, in a little bit, uh, talking um, about NXT. Some things that jumped out to me on NXT. Uh, those are a good addition again. They're, they're kind of, in my opinion, on a pretty good roll. So uh, get into that chatter. Also got a, uh, um, going to have a, a really cool guest on. Um, should be uh, probably dropping this Monday, hopefully. Um, pretty sure it's going to happen this Monday. I'm not saying the person's name, but it's a guy that I uh, consider an old friend, a guy who was a tremendous worker, tremendous talent, had a lot of success in the industry as a wrestler, and now doing good stuff uh, without getting into details. So um, you guys will enjoy this uh, this chat I have with this mystery man. How about that? So it's kind of do a little mystery gimmick here, I guess, at the end of the day. So it's kind of strange. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, so like I said, didn't take my nap. I'm not happy about that. I didn't get a chance to watch Big Brother yet. Uh, probably episode four, is it? Three? So we're still going to have a TiVo, TiVo Jones. So I will jump on that. Haven't gotten a chance to do that. So, you know, it's just it's busy. I'm busy. Uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's just I'm, I'm, you know, I have two shows, right? So it's hard. And, you know, I'm fortunate, fortunate, I should say, with the Taz show, um, with this, what you're listening to, um, with uh, uh, the business end of it, which I don't want to get into details of. But, you know, so there's a lot of different meetings on that, uh, different potential uh, avatars and stuff like that. So that stuff's taken a, a, a you know, ton of my time, my business and personal time, as does Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio, my daily show that I co-host. So. That's uh, full-time Jones, obviously, so there's a lot. So wearing a lot of caps, but I'm enjoying doing it, and, you know, never a dull moment. And I'm proud of that. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, I feel like I ended one career in the wrestling business and another career as a wrestling commentator, and now in a whole new realm of radio podcasting realm, which has been going on for the past several years as the podcasting and now full-time radio obviously about six six months or so so you know very fortunate to that but uh yes i'm, I'm gonna try not to be too cranky without the nap i can be a little bit of uh you know i can be a little bit of a heel so i'm trying to avoid the heel feel Ooh, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm rhyming. So, uh, you know, that's the deal. Hey, guys, so I want to let you know, right, if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran, please call the Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and their families. The Veterans Crisis Line is available to all veterans, okay, all veterans, guys. So even if you're not enrolled in VA healthcare, just understand that. If you're not enrolled in VA healthcare, you are still, it's still available for you, meaning the Veterans Crisis Line. So um, listen, uh, guys, please uh, uh, visit VeteransCrisisLine.net to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs. I'm sorry, warning signs and suicide and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis. Okay, it's a serious, obviously very serious thing here I'm speaking about. And I want everyone to understand that this is available for you and or a loved one or a friend or what have you, a sibling or whatever. Uh, you know, um, it, you know, again, veterans crisis line. And, um, uh, you know, it's uh, I'll give you the, the, the number in a second here, the phone number. But it's just it's a serious topic. And and and, and I appreciate them supporting my show. And, and I appreciate you guys paying attention to what I'm saying. So dial 800-273-8255 and pressing one. OK, so uh, or use the online chat function on Veterans Crisis Line dot net or texting eight three eight. Two five five. I'll repeat that. You could text eight three eight two five five, or dial eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and pressing one. And um, so, uh, if if you know if you know someone in need, or, or yourself, you know, uh, you know, maybe uh, you get you got confidentiality there, and it's as like I said, confidential support uh, for veterans and their families. So. Uh, so that's the the deal with that, guys. So, um, okay. So we'll talk NXT here in a second. Uh, get into it a little bit, I guess. And uh, you know, it's um, it, it was a, another really good episode. Like I said, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, the uh, the overviewing, um, uh, basically the, the thread, I should say, was Gargano, Johnny Gargano against EC3. That was your main event, which. Um, I believe the announcer said never's happened on never has has happened on uh, uh, TV or NXT TV, whatever they said WWE TV. Um, I don't know if these guys have wrestled each other before someplace else, maybe or maybe when EC3 was initially in WWE. I don't know, maybe on the indie scene. I really don't know. All I know is they worked well together uh, in that main event. So uh, that was the thread and the storyline. Main thread is Gargano and his temperament and. What he's dealing with, and I talked about this a little bit um, recently here on a podcast, where I thought they should go with Gargano and how they should handle it, and because basically, you know, uh, what happened with Champa that he lost to Champa, and his wife is uh, meaning Gargano's wife, she's flourishing Candice LeRae in her own way, and it's like the world's crumbling for Gargano. They're kind of doing this, kind of. Not exactly the way I was hoping they were going to do it, but it's kind of cool what they're doing. So um, I'll get into that detail in a little while. Um, I, the I think this was the yeah, the first match. I kind of watched it out of sync, to be honest, because I was doing something, and I paused it, then I re-round, because uh, I didn't watch it live live. So uh, I didn't get a chance to, I should say. So 
Dakota Kai, right? She's victorious over Santana Garrett. So Dakota Kai is a young lady I've talked about in the past, how well she sells and stuff like that. I'm a, a fan of her work. Santana Garrett, I mean, I, I've talked about her a lot in the past. Um, this is an underrated talent, uh, underrated female worker who is, I think, really, 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 really good. Um, and they had a really good match. I really enjoyed this match. Um, great energy by Santana, for sure. Um very strong offense and selling by Dakota, uh, and Dakota won the match. But you could sense um, really good chemistry amongst these two girls. You know, I don't know what the deal is like with Santana Garrett. I, I don't think she's – I assume she's not a full-time deal because I know she works a lot of the places and stuff, but um, we follow each other on Twitter, and I see she's very active. So uh, as far as working um, – I just think that, you know, I think it helps when you when you wrestle someone like Dakota Kai, who, as I said before, and just recently here, here secondly, I should say how well she sells. And the thing is, when you work with someone that can sell that well, not only do they make you look better, that's pretty obvious. You don't have to be a wrestler to figure that part out, but it makes the match flow better. It makes it brings the, the emotion into the match instantly. Okay, that was, and I joke about it, but that was my, you know, everybody has, I feel, most guys or girls have some kind of a, you know, uh, a kink in the armor, and that was mine, was selling. I just was not good at it, and and like I said, it wasn't from a lack of effort. I just, it just didn't work well for me. I just couldn't, it just, I didn't have it in me. I tried, it just didn't work. Um, You know, so, uh, but for someone like Dakota Kai, it works immensely, and and as she keeps growing and evolving as a talent in the, the WWE as a whole, she will have people lining up to wrestle her, you know, because she has that it factor in regards to selling, which is just so important, guys. It is so important. And she does it so well. Now, I'm not trying to take anything away from Santana Garrett's work, because as you know, I, I love her. I think she's great. And her work was energized and physical and, and on point. And like I said, these two girls i think really uh can do a big program together i don't know if that's ever going to happen but it they had me worked meaning that the their chemistry's there and now it could be because how well uh dakota sells but um I, I like garrett's offense and it it all works well for me um and and i'm a fan of the i was a fan of the match and i thought it went really well and uh it was pretty cool um uh, oh, also speaking of the female talent, uh, the NXT Women's Champion uh, Shayna Blazer, Blazler, Blazer. I love messing it up. <laughs> no, I kid. Um, she cut a good promo. It was not long, okay, and that was the key with this promo. She did not do a long, drawn out thing. It wasn't like a long, drawn out promo segment. Um, it. Um, you know, I, I think by her calling out basically the whole NXT women's division, it works, you know, but it's it, 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 the, like I said, the key was that it wasn't long because I do think she needs to work a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, on her promo work. And she's she's very green in the business and she's getting a big push. She's already the, the NXT women's you know champion. So, I mean, you can't really get a bigger push than that. Um, uh, but you know, she basically just threw out basically that challenging everybody, uh, to come at her and her title. And I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but 
you know, and, and she took shots at uh, Candice LeRae, saying that she should stay home take care of her hubby. Um, uh, Carrie Sane took a shot at Pirate Jones, right? Uh, Bianca Blair. So, you know, she's throwing a lot of names out there, and I think that's cool. I mean, she's a heel champ. You got to be careful with her. Even though she's a heel, she's, she's you know, she's a tough guy or a tough girl. for You know, whatever you want to say, tough guy, tough girl. And she pulls that off the right way. Uh, she's legitimate or her MMA background. And we all know that. And and it's cool. Um, I don't think – I think she looked great. I mean, what she was wearing, like this this really cool leather jacket, like almost like a biker's jacket with like these spike gimmicks on the shoulders and whatnot. And it was pretty It was pretty swagged out. It was pretty cool. I, I, I don't think, just my opinion, I don't think she needs to um, try too hard to come off too tough. Um, and that might sound a little weird, right? But if you really – cut a knife through when i'm saying it makes sense she she doesn't have to try to because she is tough she is credible people know she's credible and and so she don't have to try hard for that stuff i think her voice her voice tone is different um than every all the other girls on the roster there i i think that that the way she walks the way she carries herself the way she's built not just her um background but she's she's different she just looks different everything from the head down, the head to her feet, you know, so she's got a whole different feel to her. So I don't think I'm not saying she's trying too hard to sound too tough. Um, I, I think that she'll find her wheelhouse as she evolves as a talent on the microphone, which has nothing to do with MMA. Nothing to do with training in the dojo, nothing to do with grappling or striking zero. Right. So it's the ability to convey a message. Um, ignite some kind of a feeling or emotion in a fan uh, that say, okay, I hate this girl, or I think she's awesome, I love her, or, oh, man, I want to buy a ticket to go watch her wrestle and kick somebody's ass. You know, so w- whatever it is, that those are all emotions. You know, no matter if they're booing you, cheering you, whatever, she, she, you know, she will get better in evolving and triggering people. Right now, what she's triggering, I feel mostly – is people respect her because of her background and people fear her because of her background and and and, and they, they understand fans understand that the company's pushing her as a badass and she is and it works you know i just think she's got to as she evolves in my professional opinion i think she'll kind of she won't have to come off as sounding as tough because people know she's legitimate, you know what I mean, and then she'll find out who she is. She'll find some sarc- some more. She has a good amount of sarcasm, by the way, in her promos and the way she talks, which I I like that about her. And she makes like a smirk and stuff like that. She's kind of got a face like when she smirks, like you kind of get pissed, and that's cool. She should she shouldn't trigger people to feel that way. She's 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 a heel, um, but I do think of maybe eventually she could find some, even some. And we've seen a little bit, but it's a little comedy. When I say comedy, don't 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 stretch what I'm saying here. I mean like uh, it's comedy and sarcasm, and and we've seen a little bit like almost quasi. I hate to use the word bullying, but it's all fic- fiction and character. I'm not condoning bullying. Obviously, I don't condone that, but uh, I don't you know promote that. Why would I? <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, in character, she should she could be funny in a way. Where people would hate her more if she was And we've seen her do that I think a little bit with Carrie Sane if I remember correctly I think that's what it was We're almost like a bully-esque type thing You know so 
I do think that <clears throat> that that could uh, that could work well for her as far as bringing some a little bit of comedy sarcasm in who she is and back off of trying to come off too tough because she's already tough. So I know it's layers and layers I gave you there, <clears throat> but trust me, uh, as a as a character that had a tough guy uh, aura about it. Um, you know, there's certain ways to do it and there's certain things you got to believe in yourself. And I think she believes in herself big time, which is hence her early success, you know? So, um, and she's got a very bright future, uh, 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 Shayna. So uh, good for her. She's still kicking ass. So that's cool. Um, I caught a little bit of the two on one match, uh, where the mighty wrestled, uh, Otis, Dozovic, big boy Jones, right? Big bearded, uh, thick body, stout, uh, shorter dude, uh, squat city here, right? So, uh, uh, character and a half this guy, funny guy. His partner got beat up in the, the PC, as they call it. Yes, that's the performance center. So, I think sometimes you need to explain. Well, they I shouldn't, I don't want to beat them up, meaning the announcers, but sometimes they call it performance center. I shouldn't say that. So, if I'm a newer viewer, what the hell's a PC? What is that? What does that mean? They're PC, they're, they're politically correct. What does that mean, PC? What you know, so so I think you gotta make sure that you you know, they the announcers gotta make sure they know there's newer viewers, not just the hardcore fans who watch WWE Network and watch NXT. So um Otis lost the match. I was I was happily surprised to see that the mighty beat him. Um you know, uh, he got he meaning Otis had a, a bunch of strong offense beating these two cats up and and stuff like that. Um, it was one thing that I'll pass a little advice on to Big Boy. He did a double vertical suplex where he vertical suplexed both of the mighty at the same time. Okay, um, he I'm just watching it from a screen, you know, at home. I felt like he rushed that a little bit. That's why if you look at the way the two guys bumped, it was the timing was way off. And, you know, I've suplexed two people at the same time uh, more than once. And there's a certain way to do it. And no matter what type, I've done a couple different types of suplexes to two people at the same time. And, and it's a massive timing thing. It's a massive key on that. And I do think that Otis rushed it a little bit. That could be a little inexperienced or whatever, but... It wasn't uh, it wasn't the end of the world. Most people probably didn't notice it. I did, but uh, bottom line is he uh, he Otis lost the match, um, which I think is good because now it sets up for Tucker Knight, who got beat up. Uh, you know, in, in back and he was I think he was in the weight room. I think he was selling his knee or his leg or something. Um, you really didn't see who did it, but I think you could see them running in the background, the mighty, and that's what it was. Uh, so they're going to come back and have Tucker and Otis get together probably, I don't know when, I don't, I don't think they announced when, next week or whenever, and they're probably going to just, heavy machinery is going to destroy the mighty. I can tell you that right now. That's pretty obvious. Um, Velveteen Dream, uh, as usual, his expertise and experts against Chris Dijak, who's very good. Um but Velveteen Dream, uh, you know, went in there. He can work with all different types guy, type guys and do great. His selling is excellent. Velveteen Dream, his offense, his, his, his charisma. I mean, he's in there with a six foot seven die jack and, and had a hell of a match with him. Um, and I enjoyed it, you know. So, so I mean, he's, you know, he's Velveteen Dream, dude. He's the man, right? So he, he, <laughs> he, um, he gets it done, as they say, you know, he really does. So I, you know, he, he's got that. That it factor, he just he he's different. He just he's and I've talked about this recently. You know, he's got a feel of a a lot of different older wrestlers 
that we've seen do these flamboyant gimmicks. And what a real cool injection of the legendary Jimi Hendrix. So, uh, uh, you know, rock and roll icon, musical icon. For those of you who don't know Jimi Hendrix, uh, Google it. Um, <laughs> and it's J-I-M-I, uh, Jimmy. Um, but anyway, yeah, he really, Velveteen Dream just really is somebody I think that is going to have gigantor success in the WWE. Once he gets to that main roster, I just think sky's the limit for this kid, and he is just just ready for it, man. He is ready to just keep on getting pushed more and more and more, and he can carry the push. He's impressive as all hell. Uh, big fan of Velveteen Dream. Can't go wrong with this guy, man. He he has it all. He has the whole package, the look, uh, the physique, the, uh, the promo work, uh, being unique. Everything you're looking for, he has covered. And it's um, the, the key key and the hardest thing, the hardest thing is being unique and being different and pulling it off and embracing it and getting it over that, you know, you almost can't tell, you know, he's a baby face, but you almost can't tell. He could be a real heel anytime he wants. I think he started off the gimmick as a heel, if I remember correctly. I don't know. But he, I'm just telling you, dude, like I can't sing his praises enough, really. Um, and I said this recently, man. I, I just saw it's so cool how Triple H and, and his crew reload the deck when guys end up on the main roster, and he's got to reload that NXT deck. But, he's, you know, he's got a lot of resources, Triple H and – but to his credit, he knows how to utilize them um, and, and gets the right talent in there, has the right trainers in there. I mean, all systems go. I mean, geez. I mean, it's just it, – it's tremendous. It's a factory. The PC, as they call it. Yes, PC. Right? So, PC. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So, uh, what do you call it? I'm going uh, to go to break. On the other side of break, I'm going to get into talking about what they, uh, what they were doing with uh, your boy there. Johnny Gargano, uh, Johnny Wrestling. Well, Johnny Wrestling. Is he still Johnny Wrestling? I don't know. If you watch this episode of NXT, maybe he is, maybe he's not. But I know I'm going to talk about him and EC3. The guy I know very well. Other side of break. Taz Show. Sit tight, homies. All right, guys, we're back here on the Taz Show, and we're going to talk about the last match, main event, as they would call it, with EC3 and Johnny Gargano. Gargano, I like the way I said that. Johnny Gargano. Hey, support for the Taz Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan. See, guys, they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details to be confident when you get in the right mortgage for you. 
and or your family. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your tenth, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence you need to make an informed decision. And it's convenient, guys. With its trusted partners, you share your financial information safely and securely with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ, equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NLS Consumer Access.org, number 3030. All right, so um, we're going to talk here about the uh, the whole thing with Gargano. Um, and uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be cool because I'm happy what they're doing, but it's kind of weird. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I think that they, um, they, they they could be going a different direction here a little bit. Uh, they could be going a different direction. But I like the, the over, over, overviewing theme of the, the darkness of Johnny Gargano. Um, it's just... Uh, I don't know. It, it's... I like it. I don't love it. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. I'm trying to be nice about it because I respect Gargano and I like what, what NXT is doing with him. Um, I do. Um, I, I I would um, I would change things up a teeny bit. And I talked about it. if you listen to a podcast an NXT review I did last week was it? I covered that. And um, and I'm gonna get into it for a second or two here. But but the thing is this. They had Gargano wrestle EC3. These guys had a great match. These guys work really, really well together, okay? And there's no surprise. I mean, EC3 has come so far since he, since I remember laying eyes on him in, in, in TNA when we worked together there, okay? Uh, but it, it's, I'll give you an example, okay? Again, their energy, the energy I should say that Gargano came out with to start the match, here's, this is a, here's the example, was excellent. Um, if it was five weeks ago, I don't think he should have came to the ring. Now, he wasn't coming out high-fiving, guys. You could see he was focused. You could see he was locked in the zone. You could see all that stuff. But I just think that he should have been, like, more in a trance. That That's what kind of threw me off a little bit, that he he didn't. As soon as EC3, like, he, as soon as he saw EC3, he should have just attacked him and just destroyed him. Now, there was physicality. It was nasty. EC3, you know, was just, it was like he was... It was tough. He was getting bumped around. He was, you know, he was, because Gargano uh, was, you know, uh, was kind of like in this dark place. And that's what they were pushing. The announcers, again, I got to put them over. They did a good job getting that part over. Um, and Gargano, you could see that that he had, a, uh, the violence was coming out of him. His mind's on Champa. Okay, and, and I like that. I like all that. I just think it should be even darker. And and I would have had EC3 straight up beat him, pin him, clean, just clean. I'm not – I would have had – I would have did the whole match like they had lined up, but instead of having Gargano defeat EC3, I would have had Gargano done everything he's done and then get smoked with a finish. Boom, one, two, three, one percent of Jones and beat Gargano and continue – with this complete 
dark side and this 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 downward spiral that that uh, Gargano would be going on. That's what I would have done even deeper. They had him get interviewed backstage after the match. He was in a zone. He was in that trance, kind of like they did recently. And he said, Johnny Wrestling is gone. I don't know who, what that was just now that happened out there. That's kind of what he said. I'm paraphrasing. I think that's all cool verbiage, whoever wrote it, and or Gargano, whoever did. I like all that, but I do think that um, they they I I I think there's okay. Pull back the current a little bit. The start of a match, the start of a match is like super important. The way a match starts, when I not not just any match. Um, the way a match starts, uh, when there's a deeper story involved, like a character like. We're seeing what Gargano, what we saw Champa do to him, ripping the wedding band off, spinning on the wedding band, beating him. And then his wife, Candice Ray, the stuff that she was saying, hey, I love my husband. I can paraphrasing and all this stuff. But, you know, I got to worry about my career and I got to do what I got to do. But I support him, whatever he does. That's all cool. I mean, it's great story stuff. It's great. And God, it sets it up on the tee for Johnny Gargano to just be super dark on july 4th right there on on nxt and just be really calm and stoic when he walks to the ring not energized and as soon as ec3 the bell rings whatever and he just jumps on him and just starts eating him up um and just starts bouncing ec3 all over the place nonstop. and then out of nowhere when the time is right you have ec3 almost do like one or two moves more Garganos, he, he cuts off EC3, and then out of nowhere, this is after, obviously, this is after several minutes. This is, what, this is the way I would have done it. Have EC3 pin him, okay? Pin him, and EC3 gets the hell out of there. Like, man, this guy was just, I got lucky. This guy was a buzzsaw. But EC3, I'm sorry, Gargano would be, like, totally in, like, some zone, like, like bugging. You know what I mean? Like, just, that's how I would have handled this. Um, I, I would I would definitely have rent that, went that route with it. Um, but they didn't. And what they're doing is not bad at all. Um, maybe they, well, in defense to me, I don't know their story arc, right? So I don't know how deep they're going with it. I don't know where they're going with it. You know, I have a pretty good idea where I think they're going with it. And that's what I, I hope they do with it. And I said this last episode on my show that Gargano is left with nothing. It almost is like he flips, he bugs out his in characters. His wife like separates from him. She's worried about her career. She's like, dude, you're like a little bit over the edge. I, I can't live with this. This is like, I, I got to worry about my safety and I got to worry about my career, but my safety more important, like that type of thing. Like, you're really like, you got to get some help, dude. Like, you know, and Gargano's not yelling, screaming at her. He's just like in a zone and he's obsessed, a complete obsession with, you know, with Champa, who's getting a shot in a few weeks. Uh, against um, against the champion, the NXT champion, Alistair Black. So, you know, everything's working cool after that big match in Chicago for Black. I'm sorry, for for uh, for um, Champa, And everything's working cool after that whole situation in Chicago for, for Gargano's wife, but not for Gargano. And EC3 would have been a perfect guy because the push he's starting to get and a guy that I told you could and should be the, the NXT world champion uh, in EC3. It would have been a great opportunity for him to beat a guy who's over and pin him with his finish. They didn't do that. And it wouldn't have not have hurt it. It would not have hurt Gargano one iota if they would have done that. Again, just one guy's opinion. That's how I see it. And speaking of EC3, real quick, I have to say, um, I'm very impressed that 
coming right from TNA and the character, because he's the character was, as most of you know, in TNA, TNA, he was Ethan Carter the third, EC3. So he was Dixie Carter's nephew. And he's entitled. He's a one percenter. He was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. That's the character. They're letting him do the EC3 gimmick just like he did in the TNA. And he's still the one percent guy and all that jazz. And I gotta say, I'm ultra impressed that that, you know, Triple H and company is letting them kind of do that. It's smart. When they're getting guys that are that got over elsewhere, they're not micromanaging them and they're not trying to change what worked. I respect it. I think it's great. Um, it's a good move and it's obviously, uh, you know, working well. So, so that's the deal. Um, so like I was telling you guys, um, probably Monday, you're going to get a nice podcast that drops with a good chat, a good interview. I don't want to say his name right now, but, um, and that's going to happen early this week, Monday. Um, actually, yeah, Monday morning, you're going to get at 5 a.m. Eastern, uh, probably right around there. That's when it'll be in your if you don't subscribe, you should subscribe or get someone else to subscribe because, you you know, you never know what you get. You're getting at least three podcasts a week. Cost you nothing. So uh, Freebie Jones, and I appreciate the love, as you know, but it's going to be a cool chat. You know, I don't do a ton of interviews, uh, but when I do, I'm usually pretty, with pretty, uh, pretty impactful people or good people, interesting people. And this is a guy who I just think about all you guys will know who he is. <laughs> and he was a very successful champion and wrestler. So it's going to be a good chat. He's doing some really, really cool, cool stuff right now uh, within the business. So uh, there's really not much of a hint, but that's uh, that's the long and short of it. OK, so, uh, again, I just don't want to say it right now. Um, I have my reasons why I don't want to say it, but over the weekend, I'll let you know how about that just keep an eye on the twitter and you'll see it on there guys so that's the deal uh sorry this episode's a teeny bit shorter than normal usually they're around 40 45 minutes 39 minutes this one's a little shorter what are you gonna do sometimes you're the hammer sometimes you're the nail so there you have it all right guys look i'm taz you're not i appreciate the support talk to you guys soon adios In the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller All these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering